little bit to talk about today. There's a lot that's uh, gone on in the past couple of weeks. Obviously, new partnership. Uh, we went live the other night and talked about it, and uh, that was a good time talking to Dave Marquez and Nick Aldis. If you guys haven't checked that out, uh, go check that out over on This Is The NWA Podcast YouTube channel. Um, watch that interview. That was really cool just to hear from those two guys and talk about this new partnership and this pay-per-view stuff that's coming up. And listen, there's a lot of hot takes on pay-per-view and what people are willing to pay and stuff like that. Um, but that's not actually our hot take, our, our hot topic today. Um, what we're going to talk about today is uh, some spoilers that have come out. But not we're not going to talk about the spoilers because here's the deal. There, there's been some spoilers that have come out about uh, AEW and NWA talent, things like that. We're not going to talk about that because they're not confirmed. If you want to go read them, go read them. Because um, there's also stories that say that those spoilers are not true. So it's all in who you want to believe. So we're not here to push any kind of uh, truth on you guys because the truth is we don't know the truth. We're waiting just like you guys to see how it shakes up. But we can say that there's been a lot of rumblings over probably the past month or so and a lot of interaction between AEW and NWA talent on social media. And so it's got our wheels spinning about the idea of possibly some crossover between the NWA and AEW, potentially some NWA talent appearing on AEW, what that would mean for both brands, the pros, the cons, and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So, J. Cal, what's your initial reaction when you think about the potential of, because we've had Thunder Rosa firing off at Sheeta, the AEW Women's World Champion on Twitter. We've had now some interaction between FTR and the NWA Tag Champs, James Storm and Eli Drake. Uh, some words back and forth uh, through some podcasts and Twitter and stuff like that. What's your initial thought when you think about uh, the potential crossover, especially right now during this hiatus with the NWA and AEW? I'm, I'm the kind of guy when you hand me a bowl of ice cream, I say more. Right, you put that ice cream in there. You put the the Reese's magic shell in there. You throw some whipped cream, some nuts. You know what? More. Give me more. Uh, I don't believe there's too much of a good thing. And if we have an opportunity to see the family interact with the elite, you know, the AEW elite versus the hashtag NWA fam, um, I'm excited. That's my initial thought. My initial thought is this is great. This is good because we're going to see our best against their best. We'll see our NWA champions versus their top-tier elite talent. So initially, I love it. Well, let me come at you with this because there's obviously differing viewpoints on this. So there's a lot of uh, hashtag NWA fam faithful that we know and love that absolutely hate the AEW. Now, we know and we're, we're very vocal about where we stand on it. We love wrestling as a whole. We want all of it to be good. NWA just happens to be our specific cup of tea, and that's where we focus our time and our energy, and that's that's our, our primary fandom, but we love professional wrestling. But there's a lot of, of you know traditional NWA fans that really don't like this possibility because they see AEW as um, kind of a gimmick uh, promotion, and they see it as a spot fest and flippy-dippy and all this stuff. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'll, I'll say my thoughts on that are that uh, – I, it's again, it's not my cup of tea, but it's entertaining because it's professional wrestling. And so, just like you just said, I mean, the idea of some crossover there is still exciting to me. But what would you say to those, uh, you know, quote unquote NWA faithful who who wouldn't want to see a crossover? Now, I'm going to catch some heat for this one. 
and I know this is going to kind of go over your head, but I'm a fan of Marvel comic book movies. I love the Marvel movies. There's rumbling out there that DC and Warner, Time Warner, all that's having trouble right now. And uh, for me specifically, I hope Disney buys DC so that we get those crossover storylines because I think that's interesting. It's compelling. I don't really go to DC movies expecting to have the same satisfaction when I go to a Marvel movie. I just don't. So for me, I don't think uh, the crossover is a bad thing. Uh, if anything, it brings more history and tradition to uh, AEW. Remember, a lot of what AEW is was built on the backs of Cody Rhodes and Nick Aldis. That doesn't happen unless you have that bridge of the here and now versus the history and tradition. Um, I think this is a marriage that has a lot of potential, but I also see some drawbacks to it as well. Yeah. I, you know, I, I will say this. I, I don't actively watch Dynamite every week. Um, but Same. this past Wednesday, I did. I watched every minute of it. Um, I was entertained. I really was. Uh, I didn't get the same level of, of satisfaction as when I watch NWA Power or, uh, you know, an NWA show. Um, but it, it was an entertaining show. And I think storylines are good. I think they have some, some top-tier talent, obviously, in AEW that can get a, a reaction, you know, from me. Got some buy-in from, from me for guys like MJF. Uh, obviously, the, there was a spot with... FTR and the Young Bucks with Arn and Tully and the Rock and Roll Express. That was a cool moment, um, stuff like that. But I think the AEW has, um, in, in terms of all the mainstream promotions, they have the most, I would say, reverence and respect for history, legacy, tradition like the NWA. So if anyone's going to do a crossover, I would much rather see it with AEW because I think they'll handle it with care. I think they know how to put a guy like Cody Rhodes, who obviously has feuded with Nick Aldis. And as you said, I mean, the, the launching point for AEW was built on the back of an event that featured Nick Aldis versus Cody Rhodes for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So this is not like a new thing to throw into the mix with this this group. Um, but I thought it was an entertaining show, and I, I wouldn't, um, you know, I uh, wouldn't cancel plans to watch it, but if I'm at home and it's on, you know, I enjoy watching it. And so for me, from a business standpoint, I think it would be super smart and beneficial for AEW, even if they're not going to, you know, go out and try to snatch up all the NWA talent, just to feature them on there in a, in a week-by-week kind of status uh, outside of a contract because it's going to bring new viewers like you and me on a regular basis to their show and give them a chance to win us over. And, you know, I think I speak for both of, both of us when I say we're never going to like put the NWA on the back burner for any other promotion, but it could at least get some new eyeballs on the product and a different kind of fan, which I think is definitely disenfranchised with, with uh, promotions like WWE to be able to, to put some eyeballs on what they're doing on Wednesday night and maybe get some more viewers. Can I make two points real quick? The first one is, for anyone who's poo-pooing the AEW show because of the, the, the talent that they use, remember about 75 to 80% of the roster that was on the NWA 70th anniversary show is now working in AEW. And we're talking about former world champion, national champion, Colt Boom Boom Cabana, we're talking about Scorpio Sky, Sammy Guevara, uh, uh, Ricky Starks. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys that, that literally were, were going to be main players 
in the NWA going forward that are working in AEW. I mean, geez, who just signed with them? Eddie Kingston. We're all excited about that. But, you know, Eddie Kingston was one of these guys that, I mean, you could have, you could have helped build the NWA with an Eddie Kingston, Nick Aldis feud. So that's yeah. the first point I want to make. Well, then one more point is I don't know how many of our listeners, viewers are watching, uh, Impact Wrestling. But a few years ago, Impact Wrestling did this really cool thing where they started having more of an open-door policy. And as a fan of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, you would see a lot of these guys just up and appear. Guys like Johnny Yuma, guys like Scorpio Sky, the aforementioned Scorpio Sky. Hell, Adam Pearce was on the show for a brief time. And it really felt like that was adding something extra to the show. So when, when Impact would bring in talent from we'll just say championship wrestling from Hollywood, it felt like you never knew what was going to happen. And if AEW can somehow find a way to not get over the top, this isn't the NWO invading, but to feature some of the talent from NWA and recognize, I mean, they've already recognized the championships. They've already recognized, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes as an NWA world champion. They, they, they've talked about the NWA. This would be a great time to introduce some new characters, like you said, on a temporary basis. And, and I mean, look, on average, NWA Power, and I know it was a YouTube show, was averaging around 230,000 views. 230,000 people were watching that show. Now, maybe some of those fans are watching AEW. So maybe they aren't. But there's a good chance that they can get some of, that pe- some of those people, that 230,000 people, to watch AEW and the ratings war that they're having with NXT could really be benefited from over 200,000 more people watching week in and week out. Absolutely. And I'll say this too, you know, in, in terms of the, the spot fest and the flippy dippy stuff that get, that gets a lot of criticism from, from a lot of wrestling purists. Um, that was a, a, a fairly small part of the show. I mean, there was like two or three times that I can remember that I kind of rolled my eyes and I was like, well, that that's not, a realistic wrestling thing. Uh, and it was entertaining, but, but it didn't like scratch that wrestling edge for me. It was more of like a stunt, you know? Um, but that wasn't, you know, if you listen to some people talk, you would think that's the entire show is the entire show is just feet and legs and arms flailing about. And people flip around. <laughs> it's not, I mean, there, there are a few spots like that and, um, and, and they're there for sure. And they're, they're doing it better than anyone else. And if that's your cup of tea, then that's definitely where you need to be. But it, it wasn't, a majority of the show by any stretch. I mean, there was storylines, there was great technical wrestling, um, there were, were, were great characters, great uh, talent, and things like that. And so, for a wrestling show, it was a great show. And so, when you talk about, you know, the NWA um, having a, a hand in that and being able to be featured in that, um, you know, it's definitely beneficial from what you just said of getting those, you know, two hundred some odd thousand viewers that may tune in now to Dynamite that weren't before. But it's obviously also beneficial to the NWA because there's a lot of people out there, as we have encountered in the past couple of months, saying the NWA is done. Uh, all this stuff, this this hiatus, this is the end of it. They're 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 folding. Corgan's going to shut it down. Giving the NWA some spotlight on national television, going head to head against NXT and, and WWE, and getting to interact with with these uh, stars on cable television. That's going to be nothing but good for the NWA. I don't see a downside for the NWA. Uh, do you? I mean, am I missing something? Would there be a downside? So, 
Okay, so as the ball is rolling, right, we know that we know that the NWA and United Wrestling Network have entered into this agreement to produce a live uh, weekly pay-per-view come September 15th. The, the, the drawbacks could be from this, if there is some sort of an invasion or some sort of AEW, NWA talent exchange, we might not have as many uh, NWA competitors able to compete with this United Wrestling Network pay-per-view. Um, it might change the schedule a little bit. Um, it could potentially tarnish the image of the NWA because at the end of the day, AEW isn't going to take the L, right? I mean, at the end of the day, AEW will stand, you know, supreme if it becomes an interpromotional war type deal because they're not, no one's going to book themselves to lose. We saw that with the invasion angle with the WWE, the NWO and WCW. I mean, all of that stuff, you never book your, your, your team to lose. Um, but I mean, there could be a lot of bright moments and as, as a lot of us have eagerly anticipated, and I'm sure you've heard it too, Cody, Nick three is something that a lot of people want to see myself included. And we thought we were going to get that at the, uh, new Japan, uh, G one climax show in New York city that never happened because of the creation of all elite wrestling. Um, but if AEW could put that match on. I'm, I'm buying that pay-per-view. I'm tuning in, and I'm sure many of you guys who are listening and watching right now would do the same exact thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, you know, I, I, I hesitate to want to see an invasion angle. We use that terminology because that's just what historically these kinds of things have been known as. But I would just love to see it more as this, uh, you know, sporadic NWA talent popping up and saying, hey, we're not going right now. I want you and having a, a one-off feud or something like that. And it can be 50, 50 booking and nobody, you know, we complain about 50, 50 booking in WWEs because they don't tell stories with it. There, there's a way to do it with this where you can tell a story and um, it doesn't have to bury the NWA. Those aren't your only two options, uh, you know, either going over or getting buried. You, you can, you can build an, an AEW has shown that they're capable of this. You can build stories that lead to matches where the loser isn't buried, the the story is furthered, and everybody benefits from it. I would point specifically to Eddie Kingston versus Cody Rhodes when Eddie uh, appeared and and went uh, head-to-head for the TNT title. Neither one of those guys looked weak at the end of that match. Even in defeat, you had nothing but respect for Eddie Kingston, and it was a great showing. So AEW has shown that they're capable of executing storylines and matches like that. And I would hope that would be something they would do with this. And I, I wouldn't want to see, like I said, an invasion angle where it's AEW versus NWA. I would just much rather see a, you know, here's here's the NWA tag champs, James Storm and Eli Drake. They've got a Twitter beef and they're going to, you know, do a one-off feud or match with FTR. That would be interesting to see. I don't think it has to be like brand warfare, you know, like the WWE pushes on us. Well, and, and you bring up an excellent point with the it doesn't have to be an invasion because, I mean, even back before the, the genesis of All Elite Wrestling, we talk about the uh, all-in pay-per-view, right? And that match between Cody and Nick, I mean, Cody's certainly shown that he could put a talent over even if he wins the match because that match that he had with Nick Aldis, Nick lost. Nick lost the title, but I don't think any one of us who watched that match thought, man, that guy's a chump. You know, he gave everything he had in the ring, and, and it really I think that matchup helped propel the NWA and made Nick Aldis even more of a, um, an asset to the NWA because 
yes, he lost the title at one of the biggest pay-per-views all year, one of the biggest pay-per-views not associated with the WWE, um, and he was able to get that steam back. He, whatever, whatever juice he lost in that match, he was able to pick it back up at the 70th anniversary show. And, and who knows? Maybe at some point there is a crossover where AEW talent might appear on future episodes of NWA Power or vice versa, and maybe they're just showcase matches. We don't really have to have an invasion to make this thing work. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it could just be as simple as AEW is open-handed with their their talent who appears on their show, and obviously the NWA has not been secretive about the fact that they are. They, they don't have the kind of money to hold everyone to an exclusive contract, and so uh, they have a system where, um, you know, a couple of people are, are, are under exclusive contract, but they're also free to go work uh, approved bookings elsewhere, especially when the NWA is, is not – you know, operating full-time like right now. And so it could just be an instance of, hey, you know, you scratch our back, we'll, we'll scratch yours. And if there's some mutual benefit from the business standpoint of, hey, let's let's have some uh, inter-promotional feuding here. And, it, you know, again, it doesn't have to be one brand is going to reign supreme at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be that way. Everybody can win. Um, and it can just, you know, give give some guys a platform, and um, especially during this, this time. And, I mean, I, you know, I think it would be great, uh, you know, I, I think I think we look at invasions and we look at booking and we look at, you know, things like getting buried and stuff like that through the lens of WWE where they haven't really executed that really well. And so we, we have this like uh, this negative outlook sometimes about this kind of stuff and saying like, oh, they're going to bury this guy and they're going to make a fool out of this guy. You know, my hope would be that AEW would be above that and they'd be able to, uh, you know, just elevate wrestling as a whole by utilizing talent that right now is just sitting at home, you know, and, and being able to, to give them a, a spot to come shine. And they've done that, you know, again, with numerous guys, Brian Pillman Jr., um, Eddie Kingston, Ricky Starks, all those guys, you know, Eddie and Ricky are, are under contract now, but um, they've opened the door to, to all these people. And even if it's a AEW dark thing, maybe it's not even dynamite. And some of this stuff can go down and, and just give um, kind of bridge the gap, I guess, between, you know, this promotion and this promotion. And they're doing that with other promotions too. So it's not, it's not just the NWA. So I, I you know, I'd like to believe they're open to it. And we'll just kind of have to see how it all, all pans out. And the the last thing I want to my, my punctuation on this is look the blueprint was more or less developed by the NWA. I mean, ten pounds of gold did not have a home when when Tim Storm walked through that championship wrestling from Hollywood Arena, and for the maturation period from Tim Storm to Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis to Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes back to Nick Aldis. I mean, we didn't have a weekly TV show. We had ten pounds of gold. And I really think that the NWA would be able to capitalize on this. Maybe it's not 10 pounds of gold, but maybe a 10 pounds of gold-esque when you're with the talent and you're filming the backstage stuff and giving us an inside look of what's going on. You know, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I definitely believe that the NWA could benefit, again, not just from the exposure, but but by creating new content. If They have Patreon subscribers that they have to make sure are getting content. They, they, you know, the NWA does have some responsibilities to start doing something. And if it's, you know, besides if it's outside of the United Wrestling Network primetime live and it's AEW, great. If it's Mission Pro, great. If it's Tried and True Pro Wrestling, great. 
at the end of the day, the NWA needs to get back to it and putting wrestling in the ring. This seems like a, a win-win situation for everyone involved. Yeah, and just, you know, to put it in, in its proper context, I mean, uh, crossover with all those promotions you just mentioned is great, but we have to all admit AEW has the highest visibility right now. They're on national television, on cable, head-to-head with WWE. So, you know, I have to think there's nothing but positive that could come over, um, that could come from that kind of crossover. I do want to we've, – we've got some activity in the chat. I want to address these um, before we sign off. Uh, Battleground Podcast says we want the crossover. Hey, sounds like Jake Cal and I do too, so we're with you. Dave Scooby says Ring of Honor is back to filming in the next two weeks. No word about Marty returning yet. Yep, heard about that, so that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Graphics 26, what do you guys think of MLW? Rather see NWA work with them. I love MLW, uh, but again, as I just mentioned, AEW has much higher visibility. Uh, MLW is putting together some deals. I think they just signed with the Fubo Sports Network. Fubo is a streaming TV service, and so they're going to be on that platform, um, and they signed a deal with another streaming service um, about a month or so ago. So they're they're increasing their visibility, but that's still not national TV. Every no. household, you know, with cable in America. So, I would love, I would still love to see the collab, um, but right now AEW is going to have the highest visibility. So, we'll see. and MLW, MLW also has an invitation to participate at that uh, primetime live too. Yeah, I, I want to push that because everyone keeps talking about Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and the NWA, but that door is open for guys from MLW and open for Ring of Honor. Uh, we might see some of those guys appear on those shows as well. Yeah. I'll see Johnny, the illustrator says, please no comedy wrestling. Let's bring back some serious old school matches with NWA. JK, I will have to do a whole episode on comedy wrestling. That sounds like a good topic. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, love the Tim Storm run. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Eli Drake and James Storm are someone who can, you can tie a rocket to wherever they are. Correct. Dave Scooby's got a good idea. He says, have Aldis come after Eddie saying that he left before he could beat him. Not an invasion, just some unfinished business. It's a great point. I mean, Eddie is now part of AEW, so that kind of makes sense. But I would like that too. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, awesome. Well, hey, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I am Hey It's Will on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And J-Cal, where can they find you? at the Alliance blog, and that's on all social media, TikTok, Tumblr, uh, Farmers Only, everywhere. <laughs> I don't think I've added you on that, uh, Farmers Only. Yeah. Yet. So I have to check that's that new. out. It's new for me. Yeah, this is the NWA podcast, the Alliance blog, teaming up every Friday, 3 p.m. noon Pacific for the Friday hot tag. Thank you, J-Cal. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later.